You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Skulk Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth in the Western Cape. The mood seems slightly brighter this morning. I mean, the, these days, there's nothing really spectacular, either to the upside or the downside, Skulk, but at the moment, to the upside, I think. And, uh, and that's a good thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I just... Uh... Just looked at it. I mean, uh, the I mean, locally we we're looking at a at a JSE you know top forty index that's trading above sixty thousand points again. Uh, you know, and to put that in, in in context, I mean, we were let's call it two weeks ago we were trading around about the fifty five thousand points. So so a, a nice little jump. Let's call it your uh, close to a ten percent hop and bop. Uh, you know, over the past two weeks, you can see clearly uh, resources is loving the the, the let's call it the prospects of, of inflation not uh, being transitory. Um, you, you, no matter what they say, I mean, uh, you, we we heard the FOMC last night, you know, coming yes. out and say, well, you know what, the supply chains, we don't think it's going to be solved, you know, necessary, you know, this year, um, most probably only next year. But they use the words even. After that, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, I think they and then then Biden came out and he said, you know, he sort of reprimanded all these oil producers, stating, you know, you, you guys are oh, you're bad. You should be opening your taps. Very similar, similar trend, very similar line that China played a little bit earlier when earlier this year, where they said, well, they felt, you know, some of these 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 harder commodities, these precious metal commodities, you know, mm. were, were taking a bit of the Mickey. Taking a Mickey, um, you know, trying to to build up some inventories and and trying to raise the the, the prices. So, yeah, I think that the oil price. Clearly, let's see, let's see if they listen. I mean, uh, we 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 heard uh, Vladimir Putin last week, you know, saying that well, you, we we'll we'll look at opening up some taps. We we need the. Uh, we haven't seen it. Really. A political tool, <laughs> in other words. Yeah, I said, well, if you want, oh, we'll yeah. let you have some more gas. We'll let you have some more oil. But why doesn't Joe Biden go around um, the the oil producing states, the fracking states, and say, listen, open your uh, doors again? I know you can't just uh, one day turn it on and one day turn it off. But on the other hand, I think they break even at around about fifty fifty five dollars per barrel. Um, these these fracking companies, and now we're at eighty three eighty two dollars per barrel. Mm. So so where's the supply? coming from from the United States? There's a question for yeah. you. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a sort of a rock and hard place. We're talking about 55, 50, 55 uh, you know, dollars per, per, per barrel. And I remember last year where, where, the, where the oil price actually went to, to, to minus levels. Okay, we know it was, there were yeah. some, some you know, crazy times. Um, but, but it stayed run about that 15 to 20 dollar mark for, for, for you know, let's call it for the extent of their level one lockdown. And, and remember, we would be chatted about you know, just a few uh, companies actually making money uh, between 30 and 35. So that was a dangerous. So we know they actually switched everything off. They really, you know, pulled in all their all their resources and say, well, we're not going to we're not going to pump any oil now at, at these levels. And, and I do think it, it takes a, a little bit longer to switch all these um, these 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 pumps on again, if you can use the use the analogy. But mm. uh, oh, sure. I mean, uh, I think we've been been in an environment where oil has been rising now for quite some time. I, I, I would really be surprised if these oil companies are not running running at full capacity yet. Um, so so then you ask the question, you know, why why don't we see this in terms of inventories? Maybe maybe they're still holding back. 
Maybe they are. I mean, there was a decision from the United States of America not to release reserves from the SPR, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, and that uh, came out around about a week ago. So maybe they're saying, well, actually, what we want is for the oil-producing states to actually have a little bit of a day in the sun. But anyway, let's not talk about that now because there's so much happening on the Stock Exchange news service of the Johannesburg Stock Exchange this morning. Long for life, first of all. Five past seven came mm. out this morning. Share price up 15 and three quarters percent. A Brian Joffe company. Long for life. Is that one you watch? It's what I'm watching. I'm, I'm not invested. I think for the listeners out there that don't know the company, it's um, it's uh, it's got well-known brands like Sportsman's Warehouse, Outdoor Warehouse, you know these beauty salons, Sorbet. So um, yeah, interim results. Yeah, I think what 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 stood out was was just you know how you know how how their results actually compared with the 2019 period, um, which is now which is now increased increased from the 2000 because nobody's now looking at 2020 is now gone for. Everyone. Nobody compares anything to 2020 as, as if it ne- never happened. But anyway, so it's seven. It's a seven percent increase when you look at the revenue you know, compared to the same period 2019. So that's very very good. Um, the the trading profits um, exceeded exceeded the 2019 period by by six percent. Um, so that's looking good. Headline earnings per share is looking good. And, you know, as as they were doing share buybacks, now this is typically what you want to – and you mentioned the name Brian Joffe. I mean, this is mm. this is a – I don't want to call him a dog, but this is this is a a, a good analogy. This is an old dog. He, he, you know, he, he knows he's been a around the block. A very successful knows, old dog, let me tell you. I mean, extremely successful. He's a legend. And yeah, that's that's what you want to do. I mean, we, we've we've spoken about Warren Buffett, and he's another. You know, he's, he's quotes you know things like saying, "Be fearful when everyone is greedy, and greedy when everyone is fearful." You want to be buying when there's blood in the streets, and and this typically what Long for Life did. They use this ultra negativity. To buy back shares, mm. they went and bought back shares, unlocking value for 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 uh, you know for for shareholders, and um, now said, well, over this this called interim period, they haven't bought any any shares back now. Now they're in the position to to pay some dividends, and we're looking at a, at an ordinary dividend of ten cents per share. So, nice. well done to Long for Life, great management, um, and uh, yeah, you mentioned it. I mean, share price. Currently up fifteen point seven percent. So, so yeah, no, no, well done, extremely well done. Okay, there's a company now that uh, also came out with a trading statement today. The company concerned has total assets under management uh, of six hundred thirty-three point eight billion rand. And of course, we're talking about coronation. What do you do with that yeah. sort of money in this in a South African environment? It must be quite tricky. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I went like immediately when you use this word billion, I, I went like yeah, this whole pinky, it's 633 billion rand. And that's, you know, from the levels 569 billion. So, so, yeah. so massive, massive jump in the assets under management. Love the company. I, I must say, and I've, I've, we've had this conversation quite a few times on the, on this, on this podcast. One of the stocks that I definitely hold in my portfolio, hold in my personal capacity and still believe it's a company that I would hold. I'm not looking to sell very soon. Why? I mean, let's firstly look. I mean, you, you just mentioned it. Assets grown. It gives you a very market orientated as they are you know, in asset management. So they, yes, they don't only invest in, in, in equities, but a large portion of their investment is is um, attached to these these equity, the equity-like returns. So I always like this company by buying it because you, you would most probably get equity-like returns. But look at this, Lindsay, even at the current levels, 
This company is trading at a historic dividend yield of 8.74%. I'm going to say that's this again. Huge. 8.7. I mean, that's that's more than double what you would earn in, in, in money market. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a company that will give you equity-like returns. Um, but for, for, for the, let's call it the dividend seeker, the income seeker, this will also be a company with, where I'll typically bring in the portfolio to sort of enhance a, a bit of let's call it secondary type of income. Great results. Uh, well, let's call it great trading statement. Looking forward to the results. Um, they, they, they're talking about headline earnings per share that's expected to increase between 20, 20 and 30%. 30%. Yeah. Well, very good. Mm. Uh, of course, that's a bounce back. That's a, that's a, a, a pandemic effect. Sure. But uh, yeah, anyway, well done to them. And it's, it's, I don't know, I'd love to look at, at the numbers when they do come out and how much of that has been market performance uh, versus how much money they've attracted, whether it be retail mm. or institutional. But anyway, yeah, nice set of results. After that, then there's a company called the PSG Group Limited. They came out with their financial <laughs> results for the six months ended 31st of August. You don't have to comment if it would be inappropriate. No. No, no, no. I'm not going to give any advice. I mean, naturally, it's, it's uh, you started this conversation off uh, that I, I work for the company. Yes. Or this could work for one of the subsidiaries I work for, for PSG Consult. Um, but, but I mean, it's easy to, to, to state all this. I mean, the interim results, you know, said clearly. We, we, we've seen what, what PSG Group's done over the, the past year, year, year and a half. They did went on quite a quite a kind of solid drive to try and unlock value value for for shareholders we've had this whole go conversation i think you know numerous of times and i'm not going to go into this again but this is a company that clearly went on the drive to to try and unlock value it disposed um of the final 1.6 million shares in in, in capitec it held you know 1.4 percent and that brought in about 2.5 billion rand so they don't own any 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 capitec shares anymore um did some 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 you know, if, you know some other moves, but I think the most important point in this um, interim results, you know, when we look at the, the the some of the parts, some of the parts at the end of 31st August 2021 for this trading statement went up to 110 rand 50. Um, now that compares, you know, it's about 17 percent higher than uh, the previous period period, which was uh, 94 rand. 24 and just note as we currently speak the share price is, is still trading at 82 rand 10 rand so there's there's still still a bit of a bit of a discount uh, to some of the parts but yeah i think um, in general i i, I like i like the message i uh, like what they've done and and let's let's see and you've you know, contributed to it. And let's not forget, you were a senior <laughs> member of one of the subsidiaries. You went out um, recently with one of the big bosses. So you're, you're an integral part of that. So you contributed to this. What else have we got here? Steinhoff, Pepco Group, year-end pre-closing trading statement, share price of Steinhoff International up 1.4%. Robex came out with a further trading statement for the six mm. months, ended 31st of August, 3.3% uh, higher. Is Robex a company that you look at? It's like it's almost I, like I, a, I, I like it like an I like Afrimat, it. Isn't I like it? the company. Yeah. Yes, yes, it's a, it's like an Afrimat. But you know, we've we've had these conversations also, you know, where we've said, you know, this is one of these barometers for me for South Africa. It's a it's a typical SA in yeah. company, very similar to PPC, who's been in the news. I mean, how would it, how could we call that one, uh, Lindsay? Because we know that as as things progress and recover in South Africa, as we see some investment in infrastructure in South Africa, this will be a company. Now, and we know there's a different story. PPC, a bit of a monopoly now going to be created in, in, in certain parts of there. But Robex making roads in South Africa, you know, their books are, are fairly full. So, so let's just start in the beginning. They brought out a trading statement on the 13th of September. So that's about, let's call it three weeks ago, where they mentioned now, that they hit on an extra shift. 
because it's the 14th yeah, four weeks of ago. October today. Yeah, anyway, go that's on. true. That's true. It's about it. Let's let's call it a month ago. You know, uh, headline earnings per share is going to be at least 117 cents. Now, today they basically just extended this trading statement or, or updated this trading statement and mentioned, nope, it's not going to be 110 or 117 cents. Headline earnings per share is actually going to be between 131.9 cents to 140.6 cents. That's a massive jump. I mean, that's a massive, massive jump from already a very solid trading statement on the 13th of September. Like you mentioned, the share price uh, really, really liked it. I mean, share price currently trading at 34 rand. That's up 2.9%. But uh, I think in general, I like the company. I've invested. Okay, company has it's always been on my on my radar because it, it sort of gives you an idea what's happening in South Africa. Is there some progress? Um, I like to read through the, the tra- trading statements and specifically the results but because it gives you an idea what the books look like. If, they, if their books are getting filled in, and, and uh, their order book is looking good, you know – Roads are being created, infrastructure is being dealt with, and uh, that's progress. So let's hope it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's looking better and better. Okay, what else have we got? Another one, uh, South 32 Limited. This is interesting because South 32 is to acquire, it says here, a 45% interest in the Sierra Gorda copper mine. The share price up around about, excuse me, 4% at the moment. And that, uh, I, I don't know, I say to myself, well, the copper price is... is at an elevated level, that's the politest way I can put it. And commodity companies in the past have always done this. When the commodity price goes up, they think to themselves, I have a fear of missing out here. I must get in. So South 32 buying nearly half a, uh, half a stake in a, in, in a copper mine. What do you think about this? The share price is certainly doing very well, as I said. Yeah, no, I mean uh... – yeah, it's, it's it's it's. I mean, we started off this conversation <laughs> by stating that 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 supply chains are, are wonky worldwide. I mean, uh, get, things are not getting getting delivered, things are not getting shipped, and um, you know, uh, the, the the FOMC you know clearly stated that this might not even be resolved in 2022. So we, we're not back. I mean, when we look at the copper the copper price, yes, we've had a. And nice, nice move, you know, recently, you know, when we look at, uh, you know, today, the copper price is again, 80 basis points stronger for the past month. It's, it's, it's increased by 3.6% year. I mean, the growth has been 48%. So it's a, it's a, it's a massive jump. And, and you need to ask yourself, you know, is, is, is this, this it? Um, but I, I still think, you know, if, if, if that's going to be the case, if, if we're going to struggle, you know, with, with the supply chains, if we're going to see inflation and we, we don't see the demand drop, because remember, st- stimulus hasn't stopped. You know, we, 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 we know that Biden is, is sort of arm wrestling for another trillion dollar stimulus for, for, for what he's asked for. Uh, we know China is still consistently st- stimulating every every single week, um, and 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 add to that uh, a supply chain that's wonky. I, yeah, I, I think yeah, these these companies are looking healthy. What are they doing in cash? Are they going to start paying it back um, in terms of dividends, or are they going to invest in? And in, in maybe you know a continuation of a bit of a run. So yeah, yeah, yeah looking looking at the copper price, it, it's it's not at an all time high yet. I mean the, the all time highs we we did see in, in in May you know earlier this year, um, but uh, we're getting mighty close. So like you said, it, it is a it is a funny time to go and buy a copper mine. 
Uh, MTM Group has uh, announced that the IHS Holding Limited IHS Towers in brackets announces pricing of its IPO. And we've been talking about the towers business when it comes to uh, Telcom. Telcom looking to mm. uh, at some stage list the towers anyway. Um, nearly 1% higher for the MTM Group. But here's an interesting one because I know someone who says, has got a couple of Huliman shares. Huliman, cautionary announcement, mm. share price up 16%. And I don't know if that's the latest price, but that's the one I've got. Huliman, 16% higher. Something's going on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly active on, on social media. And, and this, yeah. is a, this is a company that's been, uh, been pretty much solidly punted over the, over the past get a week or so. I know there's a few, few big names in the, in the industry that's, that's yes, called, you know, this, this little company, this little company as a, as a, as a possible store for 2021 and, and well done to, to those individuals. They, uh, <laughs> they, they seriously, seriously caught that, um, you know, pretty, pretty solidly. Um, yeah, a couple of yeah, years a, ago, a, let's be fair here. They did their work and they've got in there and okay, there may have been a bit of chatter in the last week or so and the share price up today, but uh, the people that recognized deep value a couple of years ago maybe even more uh, they've they did their work and they've done well yeah no very very well i mean the company even 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 at the current levels we, we know you know today we're looking at the share price that is that is up close to 20 percent in, in one day yeah that's a cautionary this this share price we're trading at at let's go to the two rent levels um now a week ago um but but still if you if you if you, if you sort of look in a, a longer term if, if we look at the this call at the the uh, 2018 levels uh, this this is share price that came from from between five rand and six rand levels in in 2018 so it's still got some 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 margin if it needs to catch up to its uh, let's call it three year three year goes level but but for those that's been in it you've won it You've definitely won it. You certainly have. Let's have a look at the. You're exhausting me with all this uh, JSC stuff. The um, dollar rand is 14.75. The British pound against the rand is 20.20. The euro rand is 17.12. The euro dollar is 116.07. The dollar has fallen by 0.6% after comments from the FOMC last night. British pound against the US dollar 130. Let's call it 137. A 0.8% move to the upside for the British pound last night in the United States. All over the place. Dow Jones flat, S&P up 0.3%, NASDAQ growth stocks up three quarters of a percent. The, the FTSE is currently half a percent better. The DAX is also the same. The CAC current is 0.4% to the good. Tokyo rallied by 1.4% this morning. Shanghai flat, the Hang Seng up a quarter of a percent. The All Share in Sydney was a two thirds of a percent winner. Uh, the gold price. I, I know you ring a bell when it goes through a, a big number. It, it's going to do it in the next couple of days. Scott. Yeah. Don't you worry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Uh, Seventeen ninety-four up one and a half percent, or twenty-six dollars per ounce. The platinum price is up nineteen dollars, so eighteen dollars an ounce to ten twenty-seven. And palladium. This is unbelievable. That's a big number. It's That's a, a big number. Fifty-three dollars an ounce higher in the last twenty-four hours to two thousand one hundred and forty-three. Everyone had written it off two weeks ago, including myself. And of course, it's astounded us with an amazing performance. And if we have a look at the real commodity uh, markets, which I'm refreshing at the moment on my oilprice.com screen, um, oh goodness me, Brent crude oil. 
just below $84 per barrel, up nearly 1%. Uh, West Texas crude, the American brand, up 0.8% to $81.10 per barrel. And natural gas, this is another one that's really bounced back in the last two days, despite Mr. Putin, is up 2% on the day uh, so far. So, so, so pretty good. S&P futures pointing to a higher opening in the United States to the tune of half a percent. Nice Thursday, Skulk. Yeah, no, very nice Thursday. Definitely a, a, a solid one for 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 commodities. I mean, uh, you can you can see the the CRB commodity index. I mean, when I'm sitting with that that graph in front of me, it just suddenly picked up again. You know, from from the mid levels where yeah, you said where we sort of lost he with little faith, lost a bit of bit of faith in in some of these commodity counters. Just a massive massive jump from from mid September to the current level. So yeah, I think that's not good for 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 inflation. No. Naturally, this is a uh, very bad for inflation, and, and naturally, I think it, it, it puts all these reserve banks in a bit of a bit of a bit of a difficult scenario. Because I know a lot of the, or most of the reserve banks are, are sort of, you know, hoping for inflation to stay just under control so that they can sort of just extend the, the, the how they're going to start raising interest rates again to 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 a bit of a normality. If you're going to see this these type of spikes in in, in commodity prices like oil and even your other softer commodities, I think the, these reserve reserve banks will need to uh, act a little bit sooner. Okay, uh, the movers on my screen on the JSC Securities Exchange this morning are as follows. Uh, Bytes up 5.5%. South 32, we've mentioned that because of its acquisition of 45% of a copper mine, up 4.4%. RCL, the um, food company, up 4.2%. Impala Platinum, 4.1% higher. Kumba Iron Ore up nearly um, 3.8%. On the downside, MC Group down two-thirds, Hammerson down 0.6, AVI down 0.4, Growth Point has lost a third of a percent so far, and so has Discam. Any other stocks on your radar, please, Skulk? Uh, as you mentioned, Long for Life, we have chatted about that. That's 15.7% mm-hmm. 15, 15. up. Send us, we chatted about that on last night's podcast. Yesterday, the, the caution announcement that, that came out of them looking to dispose of, of a Senders Pharma. Yesterday, a massive jump in the share price. Today, it's a continuation of this jump, now currently up 9% for today. Mm. And the other one, we've mentioned that a little bit earlier. They, uh, besides coronation, that's up 4.3%. Also, PPC, another another continuation of, of the run there. You know, PPC also up 4.5% this morning. JSC Indices, please, after 50 minutes of trading. As we currently speak, it's now, let's call it just uh, just after 10 to 10. JSC is currently trading at 66,709 points. That's up 1.1%. Resources are enjoying the resource run. They are up 1.6%. Industrials up 90 basis points. And financials, they are in the green with 60 basis points. So, yeah, looking good. Let's hope it lasts. Let's hope so. Skulk, thanks so much for your contribution uh, this morning and last night. Skulk Lowe is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth and will be back with me on Wednesday evening next week uh, for the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.